following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Colts fans victory Monday in Bill's land man uh you're closer to Orchard Park than I am Matt do you hear any celebrating or victory Monday cheers or applause or anything like that happening right now no um no I didn't uh but I, I have some additional commentary to this. I have some additional commentary. Um, well, for those who don't know, if you've never tuned in this show before, my name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and I am joined by uh, one of my favorite. Actually, he's still my favorite. I love Tank and all, but me and me and Brandon were OGs. We go back long, long time. Uh, my favorite Colts fan in Bill's land, Mr. Brandon Rogers. Matt. How are you living right now? How are you feeling? I am tremendous coming off of a great Thanksgiving weekend. I just felt like everything was perfect. Everything. Everything. The holiday, Black Friday. I helped out with my wife on Small Business Saturday, and it went great. And then I actually watched my first WWE pay-per-view in probably a couple years. I watched Survivor Series. And it was great. Everything that I wanted to happen happened. I'm excited about, like, I actually might watch wrestling tonight over Monday Night Football because I just, Whoa. yeah, I'm actually really excited personally. The Colts got a win. Big dub. And, you know, what we have, you know, when we think of the Bills, they lost. I have some additional commentary to that in a moment, but it was, I feel like everything just kind of went. Perfect this weekend. And I won a bunch of fancy football games. What about you? Whew. Man, uh, Thanksgiving was beautiful. I didn't do much that Friday after, which was fantastic. It's just a day to kind of relax, get back in my zone. Uh, my son's birthday is in a couple of weeks. So we put together, we're, we're redoing his room. We're changing him out from out like the, the toddler room to his big boy room. Oh, uh, good. So that's, that's cool. That's what we did on Saturday. And then Sunday was just filled with drinking we did a wings giving with my friends here nice we had wings and and food and football and watching the colts win and the bills do what they do man it doesn't get better than that no it uh it really doesn't actually uh yeah i just felt like a lot of things line up good my additional commentary i watched the bills game yesterday after we did it like a Thanksgiving, like uh, like leftovers thing with my family, 
And I actually watched the Bills game with my dad. And yesterday was the like I the first time I actually felt bad like that they lost because I got to see him kind of be like he was he was worked up. He was he was he was he was upset. And I understand. He's, He's a probably, nice man on the planet. I've met your dad a couple of yeah. times. Nothing but a sweetheart. But yeah. the Bills pissed him off. That's why we hate the Bills. Yeah. I was I was like I was like it kind of fucked me up like last night. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like just seeing him as sad as he was. Cause like he's probably one of maybe four or five people that I'm like, I feel bad for the way, like the way it's going, everybody else can suck a dick. But like my, like I like seeing my dad just like just year after year, just disappointed. It finally hit me. I'm like, Oh, this fucking sucks. Like I hate that feeling for him. I hate it. Because as long as he's been watching the Bills, I mean, obviously he's been a football fan longer than either of us, you know, following the Bills forever. He was, you know, peak Bills fan during the Super Bowl losses. And to see them lose the way that they have been this year and just to see just how emotionally worked up he was, I was, I felt like, I was like, damn. I was upset. Well, and the Bills are like so ingrained in this Western New York yeah. culture and whatnot. So there's just a bunch of Bills fans that have felt this way for years. That's actually why I hate the Bills. Yeah. I used to watch my great grandmother get worked up and like swear and yell at the TV. Those damn Bills did it again. Oh, they put in Rob Johnson. Like she loved Doug Flutie. So when they took out Flutie and put in Johnson, that was stupid. All like I would say, the sweet old woman that you know took care of me and it sheltered me and it was just it would feed me food and it, we'd have the greatest time at her house and she'd smile and it'd laugh and be so jovial and happy until one p.m. Sunday hits and then she's just angry and upset at this team and you know I didn't I, I wasn't a big football fan back then I didn't know. Yeah, so I just thought, man, these Bills, why are they making my grandma feel this way? Screw the Bills, I hate the Bills. So yeah, yeah, Bills suck. That's why we hate the Bills. Yes. We watch our loved ones get hurt and just let down by this team constantly, and we're just smart enough not to fall into that trap. Yeah, I mean, hey, the Colts have hurt us for a lot too. Um, in all fairness, but yeah, yes, that's that's what it is. That is what it is. It's it's that. And the people I feel sorry for have never like made me like try to make me feel bad because they're Bills fans and and whatnot like i've not like n- nobody's ever none of the people I, f- I feel bad for currently ever flexed on me because they were a bills fan like they never like uh, oh you have nice like, friends yeah some of them the other ones i'm like again and, and I, I just like i don't I suffer cry i don't care it's just eat shit like that's how i feel about so, like some of these people crying bills twitter this morning glorious uh <laughs> Bill's social media, like everybody making up excuses, blaming the refs. Oh my God. Shut the fuck up. Like, it's like, just stop. Just stop. Just stop. Stop trying to come up with conspiracy theories. Take the L. Just take it. All right. It is what it is. All right. The refs didn't throw an interception. The refs didn't look back while had it wide open in the end zone. The refs didn't miss two field goals. Just stop with the crying. Just no, keep crying. I want to take their their cries, their tears, put into a nice bottle. So every time I'm feeling lonely, want to pleasure myself, I could you know lubricate with the the tears of Bills fans while reading their Twitter and just oh, it's so good, so good. 
they're supposed to be the darlings right now. Oh, Super Bowl, Josh Allen MVP. I literally had my good friend Corey on my couch the whole first half of the Bills game. Oh, this is your MVP. Jalen Hurts is an MVP candidate. Oh, Josh Allen, so much better, so much better. And then slowly but surely, the, the Eagles started coming, getting closer and closer and playing better. And he would just talk less and less yeah. and less until Jalen Hurts had the nail in the coffin with that touchdown run in overtime. And I literally got up. I was like, yeah, that's your MVP. And honestly, <laughs> yeah. I never felt just so, more, more, so much catharsis. in my. I just felt so good, so damn good and happy and satisfied. I damn near exploded yeah. in my pants right there. I had to be careful because, again, I, I was right there. If I was with douchebags, I was I would like have been Corey like, oh, fuck. Dickie. I like Corey and Dickie. You have a di- different relationship with them than I do. and You, you see them all the time. It seems from what I've seen in person that your friendship is very antagonistic. Uh, I would never do that to them, but you're very comfortable with antagonizing them. I've seen it firsthand in Indy this year. I've seen it at various parties and functions. Y'all love to just bully each other, but it's beautiful. It's a beautiful (laughs) thing. Uh, I, yeah, it was interesting for me, but I was just like the, the local like sports station and they were getting so angry and yelling. I'm like, Oh, this is so hot. <laughs> it's, it's so I love watching these cocky fucking pricks who are so arrogant year in and year out, just kind of just being upset. I do. Um, but enough about them. Enough about the Bills, despite living in Bills land. The Colts got a very big win. Probably my favorite complete game of the year. Um, favorite win of the year so far against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yesterday, 27 to 20. Uh, the Colts after the bye, finally, I feel, even though there's miscues on both sides, finally, I feel put it together as far as a complete team performance, if you can call it that. I mean, I, it, do I make sense? Did, yeah. Am I making sense with that? Like, I feel like the offense was going and the defense while giving up some bad plays played pretty damn good. It was, it was a nice balance, you know? We weren't like, all right, the, the defense has to score two touchdowns in order for us to win this game. Yeah. Or the offense literally can't turn the ball over because we can't stop anybody. They're getting 10 yards per run. Um, It was. It, it was a really well-balanced game. Uh, of course, Gardner's going to Gardner. And uh, a couple plays, you're just holding your breath, which is typical of Colts quarterback and play the last few years. Yeah. Um. But the defense looks solid. Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss were both solid. Michael Pittman Jr. is a star. I don't care what anyone says. That's a wide receiver one. If you don't like it, then go somewhere. Yeah. I was uh, – Josh Downs looked great. Uh, I, dude, and we're still not at 100% health. I mean, no. we're missing QB1, of course. But uh, Alec Ogletree missed this game. Johnny Woods are, like, two best tight ends in our team uh, missed this game. Yeah. Uh, we're still waiting on freaking uh, Grover Stewart to come back from from suspension. Couple games I mean, away. Julius Brent's coming back soon. Ryan Kelly was out this game, I and uh, like... who was who was it? Was it was it French or was it French or was he the center or was it Fries? French was the center. Yep. Okay. I can't believe I just that was a sentence that French or Fries. Which one was it? The center, French or Fries? <laughs> uh, sweet Jesus. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, I thought, again, not 100% healthy, hope, hoping that, you know, coming off of the bye week, the team would be a lot healthier, but it it's in a really, really good spot. And I hurt this game. What's that? Nobody no got hurt? hurt this game? No, yeah, no, no not at all. Uh, 
which was good. JT Winston pain a little bit, and I was getting a little nervous. I, th- I think there was a run. He took a little bit of a shot, and he made a face. I'm like, oh, fuck. Here yeah. We go. Um, but other than that, like it was, it was really good. I thought, I thought it was a, a great performance against a very talented Buccaneers team. Like, I don't want people to discredit them because they're what four and seven, four and eight right now. I think the Bucks are a lot better than the record shows for. They've had a couple bad breaks, you know, Houston kind of, you know, they left too much time on the clock for Stroud. Yep. There's a couple other games that they, they certainly could have won. They sh- probably, they were close to beating the bills. They really haven't gotten blown out this year. I think maybe Philly was the worst one. I don't even remember the score off the top of my head. But they're actually a very competitive team. Baker's having probably one of his better years, I have to admit. Uh, even though yesterday wasn't all the, it wasn't the greatest for him, but he's he's looked he's had a nice rebound year. Um it's a good squad. It it was a good squad and that we we beat a very good team that that is probably a little it, it, they're feisty and they could they could potentially still win the NFC South. I actually think that they probably could. Well, yeah, with the way that New Orleans is playing lately and um really that's the only competition Atlanta is it, they're hitting a crap wagon as we speak. So, yeah, I could definitely see Tampa Bay kind of running on out there. I mean, they'd be 8 and 9 winning yeah. the division. I, that's just a tough look. Like the AFC is a dog fight right now. And they can have a division winner uh, be eight and nine in that NFC, which is just ridiculous. I, I don't know. The, the whole playoff kind of thing is, is I wouldn't mind the little tinkering with, uh, you know, maybe division winners not automatically getting outright playoff bids. But then again, it, it's been like that for so long. Why not? I don't know. I don't know. That's a whole other, different tangent. Yes. Yeah. Tampa Bay, very good team. Defense is very stout. Vita Vea is uh, an absolute monster. I don't know how Jonathan Taylor is able to squeeze through some of those blocks because he looks smothered half the time, and then he'd pop on out the other side and get, like, an eight-yard, nine-yard game. It was amazing. It was the old JT. Like, I got so many messages, hey, JT is back. And you tweeted, we're all the way back. All and the way it, back. <laughs> all the way back, damn and it. It was, it, was, it was great. Like, he looked shifty. He looked like 2021 Taylor uh, again where, you know, yeah, sure, the line's getting clawed, congested, but he's still slipping through, uh, getting those big chunk yards, and that's what we want him for. But Nelson and, was moving dudes, man. Yeah. Moving dudes. Yeah. I feel really good about this team right now and where it stands. Like, as far as I feel, I'm feeling a lot more confident as far as a playoff push. I I, I hope they can win out some things. I think it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be like it, some things are going to have to fall their way in the, in the long run. But I feel really good about this team, especially when Grove comes back. That defense is going to be a lot scarier. Um, and if again, Gardner, Gardner's got a Gardner. It is what it is. But this was definitely a much better game from him. Yes, and we've seen the la- the previous couple weeks. It was a lot more. It was a little bit more aggressive. He was making some some you know big time throws. Uh, Steichen finally got. I I not like finally, but we've we've seen a lot more creativity. That fourth down play was. I rewatched oh, it a couple yeah. times today. That with with Zaire lined up as fullback, and um, I was just very very impressed with the way that they managed. Uh, that was that was wonderful. That was wonderful. I mean, it was all about personnel on that one. They had Mo on the edge, and no one's thinking going to pass to Mo. All right, Mo is our run blocking blocking tight end. 
So they're definitely going to run it. There, there's no way Mo's going to sneak on out. And he, you know, at first he pretended like he was blocking it up the middle and then snuck right on out. Linebackers didn't even like turn his their head towards him. No. He was 20 yards down the field. It was insane. Loved it. Loved that. That was just a brilliant play call. Um, there's also the RPO on fourth down, I believe, in the second quarter. Yes. Or hit yes. Pittman on. That was brilliant. Um, dude, I mean, we, we came out just throwing the ball, which I think we needed to do to set press and to kind of ease up on that run defense because Tampa Bay has a brilliant run defense. Yeah. Uh, it was great. Steichen had a hell of a game. You could tell that he's trying to coach around Gardner's deficiencies and try to make highlight his best abilities. That's what a good, uh, coach, what a good does. coach does. Yes. You know, and uh, there's that one Gardner play where he's running and he's he right around. there. Yeah, Third yeah, down. I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> and then he turned right back around. Like, what are you doing? Like, oh my god. There's. I I think it was like a time. I don't know if it was like a time thing. Like he wanted to try and. I I don't know. I I I'm I don't know what exactly was going through his head, but like, it, it was tough. The quarterback put their back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. <laughs> He's looking at the other end zone. Why? I know. Why? Yeah, we'll never know. We'll never know that that pressure, that feeling. We'll never no, know. No, I, I'll sit here and I'll talk crap about it all day long, but you put me in his shoes and I'm like peeing down my leg. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, especially some of the size of some of these guys. Oh, hell oh, yeah. yeah. Um, So, yeah, I liked all of it. I liked that we use Zach Moss more. I I was a little disappointed that, like, these last couple of weeks, he's really fallen. Like, they've just uh, almost abandoned him completely. And they used him, and he he did pretty good. Like, I love this one-two punch. If Zach Moss keeps producing, I want to keep him around. Well, we got to see how Evan Hall pans out, but I like the idea of having a good uh, – and using it effectively. Like, it, Cleveland was – their height a couple years ago when they went to the playoffs, went, beat the Steelers, went to the divisional game. They had Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And and if Steichen, you know, truly believes in his philosophy, we need two guys who could be solid. Obviously, it's up to Zach Moss if he wants to stick around. Um, you know, he he could earn himself a big payday, but I I like having two guys that could be, I mean, one a definite RB one, another one that could be an RB one on many many other teams. Uh, I really like this. Uh, I I liked what I seen. If we can get him for like a two year, you know, ten million dollar contract, yeah. um, it's like five a year, uh, maybe four and a half five a year. I'd love it. Yeah. Um, it's it's a lot to invest in your running back room, but we've got cash right now. You know, we we're a lot we're, of cash. So why not? Why not keep a valuable part of our locker room? And speaking of which, let's extend Michael Pittman now, please. Yeah, I agree. I fully agree. I am. Uh, I'm in that camp now. He's earned it. Uh, he's most certainly earned it. Um, you know that extension. These again, I'm happy with our wide receiver room. I, I I really am, and I think Pittman's a great leader. This dude, what do you have? Ten or eleven catches yesterday. Ten for one hundred and three, I believe it was. You know, and that's is he is he our offensive MVP so far this year? Um, I yeah, I, I'd have to say so. When you really think about it, um, you know, making make it, I mean, uh, making the the splash plays. Some of his yak is great. His his ability to kind of go up and 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 uh, you know still get catches when he's when he's well covered. Uh, I've been very very impressed with Pittman 
And I think he's earned every bit of right. I would be very disappointed if they try to use him as trade bait to move up and get somebody like, I would be very disappointed in that. I I think Pittman's earned a spot here and he's, he's been playing really, really good. We're starting to see he's got a little bit more consistent quarterback play and we're seeing what he can be. Um, uh, like fully to pretend like I start him every every week in fantasy and I like I missed him sorely last week uh on the bye week this week he was he was wonders for me in like four of my six leagues um you know for the four that I have him in so yeah I I, I Pittman need it, definitely the MVP Taylor's getting there Taylor's probably a close second and uh and there's been a couple, a couple other ones. Shit, Moss was, I would say, our offense MVP yeah. for a little bit too. For the especially the first four or five games, I, I yeah. think. So. Yeah. No, yeah. without a doubt, without a doubt. So feeling pretty good about this team and uh, and and what it could be. Do, do you? I mean, do you believe in your heart that the playoff, like the playoff thing, like is 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 for real? Like, oh is, yeah, you have I to mean, go out and win, but you can. You think they can go? I think it, it all depends on, on what we kind of do here against Tennessee. Like I, I knew, all right, we're going to come out hot versus Tampa Bay coming off a of bye. You know, I, I thought that would be a good game for us to kind of get the ball rolling. If we take care of business in Tennessee, I think we make the playoffs. No doubt. Yeah. That's no doubt. that would put the Colts at seven and five, which dude, you know how nice it is to have a winning record. Like I was so relieved seeing the six and five next to the Colts name when they did the playoff picture. I was like, it feels so good to have a winning have a winning record again. I feel like it's been so long, and it's been a couple years, right? Like, because is that the first time we've had a winning record this season? Uh, maybe because what we lost? Yeah. No, no. I think we lost to Jacksonville. Who do we yeah. play week two? Houston, and uh, we won. Won that. Week three, we beat ball. Okay, so we've had we were two and one at one point, um. But it's then we lost. What the lost the Rams beat. It's it's been wishing, but it's just like it just felt so much better. And then knowing what we have on the on the horizon is 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 great. You know, great too. I am amped up for this this Tennessee Titans game. Yeah, I really truly. I wish we had Grove back, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. I know Derrick Henry's kind of getting hot again, but they did ice some lat. They they were one of the few teams that. Well, there's been a lot of teams that have kind of iced out Derrick Henry uh, this year, but I've, I I think that it could be sick because our defensive line is still playing pretty damn good. Um, I was very happy with their their production this week, um, and the Tennessee Titans offensive line is I think inferior. I would say inferior to Tampa Bay's or or, or right oh, kind yeah. of comparable. Oh, for sure. No, Prison worse is a is a machine, and Sansom Babukum kind of daddied him. So yeah. I think that left side is a little uh, weak for the Titans. I think the only lineman I would grade out, like I would say, yeah, let's put him on our team, would be Pierce Gronowski. They're the rookie. Yeah. Um, everyone else is like, no, like they're they're bummed. Sorry to say it. I mean, they're football players are good, but no, they're bummed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, this is like, man, if we if we sweep Tennessee. Oh, oh my God. God. And I, and like, I actually feel like it's possible and I would be, I would be heartbroken if they lost to Tennessee. Like that would just like, just break me internally. Like 
I actually like thought that Carolina might have won, like could have won last week uh, on Sunday. I felt like they maybe had the per- and they didn't lose by much, right? It was like a touchdown. Touchdown. Yep. It was, it was an awful game. Um, I just want to see Will Levis get get beat down. Um, and I, I I want I just sweep the Titans. Like that's that's my whole mentality right now. And I I think this Colts team is pl- the way they're playing. Unless Vrabel has something sneaky up his sleeve, unless this team, I don't want this team to come in overconfident. No. They can legitimately go in and, and just beat up on Tennessee. I, I can't have Mayo Boy get a W on the Colts. It's, no. It's first time against them. No, there's no shot. And I'm really hoping the, the locker room gets fired up about that as, as I am. Um, I mean, I've said it before on the show too. There's legit beef between AR and Will Levis. AR said in you know college, you know, I was coming on up, I was hot, but then people were saying, no, Will Levis is this the next dude. Yeah. Uh, so he went out there, they had a game against Kentucky, and AR kind of crapped the bed. He was pushing too hard because he's trying to show up the guy on the other other side of the field. Right. Um, and then they had all the Will Levis and Indy smoke, and you know, you know, AR heard that, you know, Levis heard that, you know, that locker room heard that. Now with AR being hurt. And people saying, oh, you know, maybe the Colts should have gotten Levis. That's been going around the rounds. Pretty sure AR's heard that. Levis has probably heard that. The Colts locker room's probably heard that. Yeah. I'm really hoping the defense is going to stand up for their QB1 and say, nah, let's let's show let's show who this guy is. It's, it's, life's not sweet here in the NFL. We, right. we got this. And, uh, yeah, I, I think it, it'd be really nice to see the defense fired up and amped up and, like, just make a firm commitment to bury this quick. Snuff them out. I I fully agree. It's um, you know, and, and the Colts narrowly won last time. Narrow, they, they we narrowly won. It was against a Ryan Tannehill team, but like, I, I Titans offense has done nothing for me. Like it, I I still like even from a fantasy perspective. Like yeah, Derrick Henry's good, but like is D Hop really producing the way that like he's got a couple good games here and there against us. Against us uh, was one of them, unfortunately, but. Like the Titans' offense doesn't intimidate me as a, as a fan. Like I, I feel like this defense could handle it. If the defense could handle Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and that Cade Otten, the tight end, and Rashad White or whatever his name is, the running back, right. and Baker, I feel like they can match up. And it's all about matchups, but I feel like they can match up well against the Titans and Derrick Henry. We know, we know it's it's a tale as old as time. Tennessee's offense. For the last five years, you stop Derrick Henry, everything else falls apart. You make Will Will Levis have to beat you with his arm. And he has some arm talent. There's no doubt about it. He has good arm strength and whatnot. But if you take away that safety blanket and Derrick Henry where he can give you, you know, you can work play action off of it, it you're taking away a huge element of it. And he's still, again, he's still a rookie too, so Will Levis can get a little panicky. It's very scared. You know, so... Yeah, I, get I think in that ass. Was... All right, get in that ass. Pretty much. Okay, you do what I want to do. Anytime I see J Lo, I want to get in that <laughs> ass. The Titans, you're gonna get that ass gotten into, possibly. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, very very excited for the Titans game this week. I'm just like, not that I have any plans, but I am extra not making any plans for Sunday. Um, because I want to watch this game. I might even get together with somebody. I might uh, see what my dad's up to. Um, and go over and, and watch because it'd be it's fun to watch the people. Even though every time I watch a Colts game with him, they lose on TV. So let's not let's not do that. Okay, oh, maybe not. Sorry, Dan. 
Uh, I did want to talk about because we kind of we kind of glossed over, but I did want to mention it. The Shaq Leonard sighting at the Colts game. Uh, it added a new, very strange wrinkle to this whole story. But uh, I was excited to see him out there, smiling, happy, excited for his team. But it was one of the weirdest fucking things I've ever seen. In my life. <laughs> I've never seen a dude get cut, surprisingly cut, and then get cheered and just be at the stadium, just happy for his. Like I don't know, that was that was remarkable. It was interesting. It was great to see. I mean, his family, you know, because. You know he, how many people he touched around that building, and they wanted to see him at least one more time. Yeah, um, it was great because the Colts never got a, a proper goodbye to to Andrew Luck. He was boot out the building when they found out he was retiring. Fair, that's a good perspective. Never yeah. got a proper goodbye to Peyton. You know, he was cut. He people didn't know it was his last game, so you know we never got to say goodbye to him. Ty Hilton, you know, he he was never resigned. Um, so it's actually really cool to see this franchise cornerstone someone who's meant so much to the community to the team uh players staff fans um actually come back and receive his flowers yeah in the, in the video uh you know just the 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 cheering like people let it be known that no Shaq, like this i, I know unfortunately you had you, you got caught but it's still all love and the love was reciprocated uh you could tell he was happy you know he 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 hasn't been happy in Indy for the last year, uh, his yes. role was diminished. He he wasn't happy, and I think this kind of comes back full circle that you know maybe he real he realizes that the Colts did him a favor by cutting him because he wasn't happy. He wasn't getting what he thought he he deserved. Right. So instead of letting him languish uh, on the inactive roster or just sit on ride the bench and have his minutes uh, just minimized, I said no. Go on out. You know, go go show the world. You know what you can do and. You know, hopefully come back and be you can be that player that we all you know hope you you could be for us even if it's not for us yeah and it was it was really nice to see it was cool i i can only imagine what ursay might have said to him at some point brother you know there's this song back in the 70s that dylan wrote that you know you can always you can't age once again and then you, you put the cart before the apple and then you eat the shrooms and that's it brother and yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah I don't know either, but I know. Uh, <laughs> brother, go back home and listen to Jack and Die again. Oh, God. Can we talk about that real quick? Yeah, of course. There's no Jack and Diane played yesterday. If if they did, I didn't hear it, which was fantastic. I like Jack and Diane. I don't care what anybody shut says. Shut your mouth. You shut your mouth right now. <laughs> um, that Maria, I like it loud, played after every touchdown, is amazing. As it should be. Uh, but at the end of the game... I don't know if you heard it. I heard it, and I pointed it out to my friends that were here. They played the shout song. Nay, 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 yeah. You know, I did. I did. I was kind of because I was going ahead over to my parents' house at the, like after the Colts game, and I do kind of remember hearing that. And I was like, "That's Love odd." That. I loved it. I'm sure Dickie loved that too. I'm sure. Oh man, they. It's, they're saying nay, not yay. They're saying nay. I told you it was our song. Oh, they, you think they listen? They probably listen to our show. That's probably what it was. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They listen to this podcast, and that's probably why I'll be banned from Lucas Oil for my impersonation of Jim Irsay. Probably. You. Me too. Me too, brother. Yeah. Um. All right. What else? Oh shit. Okay. So, uh, I think everybody kind of knows about this, but uh, Frank Wright got shit canned from Carolina today. Wait, what? He I did. 
And uh, again, another one of those moments, like he said that he's probably done coaching in the NFL. Like after that, like this, this one was bad. This one was really, really bad. Um, he went into a somehow worse situation than he, than he left. Well, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. He was not going the second they drafted young, which wasn't his quarterback selection, not the guy he wanted. He was kind of doomed from the start. And yeah, it was, it was like, he got fired. I knew it was coming. He's it still feels like, like I still feel horrible for him, even though I think he's not a great head coach. I think he's a better coordinator. I think he's a better quarterback coach. But uh, Wright got canned from from Carolina today. The third, um, right back to back years, the Panthers have fired a head coach. Mid I think mid season. Um, but the last three head coaches have been fired too. Uh, mid season, Rivera, Rule. And now Reich, and then of course all the intern coaches kind of got pushed to the side. But, um, but what are your thoughts on 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 Reich's tenure in Carolina and possibly his coaching career coming to an end? You know, I was a really big Reich apologist. Um, uh, he did not do well in Carolina. He definitely did better in Indy. I thought he was a better coach in Indy than people kind of remember him for. Yeah. I remember he took so many different quarterbacks and you know made them work until it didn't anymore. Um the the locker room loved him but eventually they they started tuning him out and apparently that happened a lot quicker in in Carolina and maybe that's because the owner kind of babysat him the whole time and you know didn't let him pick his quarterback which everyone has seen like no Stroud is that dude. Um, Bryce could still be that guy. He's just not in a great situation. But looking at Stroud, Stroud is that dude. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, I, I guess, you know, the, the owner picked out the, the quarterback. The coach has to report to the owner's office, was it, like every week and give a report? They did it frequently. It was very frequent. Yeah. Like, let, let the man do his job. Uh, and then, you know, he let go immediately McCown and Deuce Staley uh, today as well. So, I mean, not only did you take get out the head coach, but it gets two top advisors. So there's there's definitely something going on there. It, it didn't sound like the greatest work environment. Um, Reich is not going to say anything nasty or bad at all. He's going to always be very diplomatic, uh, nice. Um, he he's he is a great guy, but not so much a great coach. Yeah. And uh, in closing, I kind of just hope that they hire Greg Olson as their coach, and we can kind of put the whole Jeff Saturday thing behind us. I seen somebody posted that the the Panthers hired Jeff Saturday to be their new head coach. <laughs> it was a joke. Oh my god, that would have been the funniest thing ever. <laughs> be uh, great. But, my yeah, <laughs> but Tepper has quickly gotten like, like okay, move over Dan Snyder. Tepper's got to take your spot, and not that like it's like a toxic work environment or or like the sexual harassment stuff, which is very very bad. But Tepper seems a lot more hands-on than he probably should be. Um, and it's, it's yeah, it's unfortunate that Reich did it. I don't think Reich got a fair shot in Carolina. I, I will say that. I think he got his fair shot here in, with the in, the Colts. I don't think he got a fair shake with with Carolina. Personally. No, man. I mean, what, 10 games? Uh, that's not a fair shot at all. I he, he wasn't able to get his quarterback. He, he had no pieces around him. They, they traded off their freaking best skill player over yeah. to Chicago. Uh, they had no, I mean, Adam Thielen 
was their wide receiver one. Think yeah. about that. They had no offensive line. So their their wide receiver can't get separation. They have no offensive line. They have no run game. Uh, no first round draft like pick. five foot eight. Yeah. No, no first round draft pick this year. It's just it's an awful situation. I don't know who's gonna want to go coach them because that's they're gonna be fired within two years, and that's gonna be a stain on their legacy, and they won't be able to find another job. Like it's just I, I know there aren't too many coaching jobs, so people will snatch them on up. Yeah. But that's the least desirable gig anyone's gonna have next year. I thought about it, man. Like the Panthers not taking Stroud makes me fucking more mad because realizing <laughs> that Stroud's in our division for the next 10 years or whatever until he falls off a cliff. I double hate Tepper for this. <laughs> I double, triple hate him. I would love for the Texans to have Bryce Young for however long he lasts. Would have um, been so much better. Yeah. Now we got this freaking machine who anytime the ball leaves his hand, I know it's going to go to freaking somebody and be perfectly placed and it's going to be completion. I hate, yeah. I, I love CJ Stroud. Don't get me wrong. I love CJ Stroud. The quarterback is fantastic. Yeah. I want him as a Colt. I hate CJ Stroud, the Houston Texan. Yeah. I, uh, I completely agree. So uh, we're about to close up here, but as it stands, the Colts are the seventh seed in the AFC playoff picture. As long as they keep winning, um, that spot is theirs to hold. Uh, Denver is gaining ground quick. Cleveland's kind of, yeah, we'll see what goes on with Cleveland. Pittsburgh is right there. Uh, the Bills are right behind. I think that might be it, though, um, as far as the playoff picture goes. But Denver is, I think, the eighth seed right now. I'm almost positive. Uh, they they just keep on winning. So that's going to be something to watch out for. They got some tough matchups. They've already beaten the Chiefs, uh, and they've they've won they've won what five or six straight, I think now. They've won uh quite a bit actually. Um, <clears throat> Houston is the eighth seed right now. Oh, you're right. Sorry, so Denver's yep. ninth. And yep. they, Denver and Houston play each other this week. Right? Yes, so that's yeah. huge. Um, definitely rooting for Denver for that one. We, yes. we need Denver to win that one. Uh I mean, the way that everything's kind of shaken on out. Pittsburgh is the fifth seed. They've got Arizona, New England, us, Cincinnati, Seattle, and then Baltimore. Yeah. Tough stretch. Baltimore might be sitting people at that. Yeah, event. that's true. Uh, I'm not entirely convinced about Pittsburgh. I mean, if we beat them and the Ravens beat them, we, we may have a shot to kind of flip-flop. Maybe. Yeah. maybe. The, the Browns play the Rams, the Jaguars, the Bears, the Texans, the Jets, and the Bengals. With their quarterback situation, Miles Garrett's shoulder, I don't, he's, good, he's day-to-day right now. Again, I'm not completely scared of them as well. No, we should have fucking beat them too. That still drives me nuts. That, that's, oh, my God. Um, yeah, yeah. So, honestly, I think they're going to be the best bet to I am, I am, dude, I'm scared of Houston and Denver. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm looking at it. Houston's got Denver, the Jets, the Titans, the Browns, the Titans, the Colts. We have to win that game in Houston. Have to. It might get flexed to a prime spot, and it would not, it, it, it wouldn't necessarily surprise me if it's for a playoff spot. Well, they're saying that and then that, um, the our Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh game. game. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, actually looking at Denver. I think they might fall off a little bit. Yeah. They've got Houston, the Chargers, the Lions, the Patriots, 
the Chargers, the Raiders. They've got a tough schedule coming up too. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's so we'll yeah, we'll see how it all shakes up. Obviously, we'll keep a close eye on it because uh, the culture are actually in the thick of things right now. So we're gonna keep a close eye and see how you know how everything seems to shape up. But uh right now it's very it's good. It's good. Uh, I think like a 43% chance to make the playoffs right now. We know that percentages don't matter. We were here. Um, <laughs> uh, we we wow, sat here for the now. 90, for the 98% chance we've seen it. Um, but yeah, we're, uh, we're, things are looking, looking good, especially with Steichen under, under as the coach, um, Rogers rant time. What do you got for us? Well, you know, I'm not one to hoot and holler about people losing their jobs, Definitely not cool to see Reich lose his, but I do like to see people get hired. So, you know, looking at how everything's kind of shaken on out in the NFL this year, honestly, I would like to place Reich into a new coaching spot. I know, you know, he's saying, oh, I'm, I'm done. I, I, but no, like there's one spot that just screams Frank Reich, you know, someone that over delivers and uh, or under delivers and over promises, you know, always sets itself up for, for failure. And uh, just well, you think you got it, and then you you just don't. The bottom collapses on out, and you're left sitting there holding the ball with 13 seconds left, or or you know if something goes wide right, and it's just not fun anymore. Um, Frank Reich should go coach the Buffalo Bills once McDermott is fired. I think it'd be heaven. Think about it. He 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 produced the greatest comeback in franchise history, and now you know since Josh can't win in overtime. I think Frank Reich would be the greatest guy to, for him to like learn from and sit underneath his teaching tree. And yes, Frank Reich should absolutely go and be the coach of the Buffalo Beals. I think it'd be a great way to, to just keep that lineage going of great Buffalo quarterbacks that, you know, never won the Super Bowl. So yeah, let's do that. Frank Reich for, for head coach of the, of the Beals. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm I'm very much here for it. Uh, people are calling for that right now. They're, WGR, the local radio station, has been calling for McDermott to get fired. And somebody actually said Reich to run the team for the rest of the year, come in and intern. And then somebody said fucking Von Miller should run the defense. <laughs> should coach oh the defense. My God. I love it. It's just it's total meltdown. Last week, oh, Joe Bray is a genius. They're fixed. We're going to the Super Bowl. Jazz for MVP. Uh, not this week. All right, no, fire everybody again. After you know, two weeks ago, we fired somebody, and no, it's not enough. We need to fire somebody else. Yeah, God, I love it. I love it. Football's amazing. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back next week with another episode. Hopefully, recap uh, I another victory Monday over the Titans, and then after that, what uh, is it? Cincinnati or Pittsburgh? Uh, after that, it is. Bear with me. Bear, it is Cincinnati. Oh boy. Oh, man. I'm just... chubbed up just thinking about it. Please, 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 for the love of God, just win, baby. Just win. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. And we will talk to you next week right here on Colts Fans. Woohoo! That's us in Bill's Land. Blow it all up. Fire everybody, even the water boy. Colts make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and shout. Come on now, the Colts. I'm making it happen now. Stand up now, come on and shout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Say you will. Shout it right.
Colts. 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 Make me wanna shout. 